Welcome to a mini episode of the London Lyceum. This is a new series we're going to be doing monthly on reviews and resources. Uh, so it's not review and reject, or I guess revise and reject like you would get in a journal if you're an academic nerd. It's uh, resources and reviews, or I guess reviews and resources. So what we're going to do is uh, take five minutes uh, maximum to talk about books we're reading, uh, books that might be coming out that we're interested in reading, uh, potentially talk about any journal articles that we've read or are interested in reading for five more minutes, and then maybe talk for another five minutes at max on anything that might be really hot right now or that we want to read that's coming out in the future. So hopefully this is useful to kind of get you guys um, accustomed to some of the literature that's out there that we think is useful or maybe it's just impactful and we've got some thoughts on it. Uh, let us know what you think about this in the coming, um, I guess, once we post it, just comment or something. Tell us if you like it, if you think it's useful or not. Um, hopefully it is. We'll, we'll see. Uh, if it's not useful, then, then we'll kill it. But if it is, we'll keep doing it, uh, I guess, at the end of every month. So anyway, I'm Jordan Stefaniak. And I'm Brandon Askew. And I guess we'll get started with books. So I've got a couple here next to me. Um, I just finished Stephen Doobie's God and Himself uh, recently. That's been pretty, I guess, widely talked about, at least online in the circles that I run in. Uh, subtitle, Scripture, Metaphysics, and the Task of Christian Theology. Um, I thought it was pretty good overall. I've got a few concerns personally. Uh, I've got a review coming out on it in, I think, the Puritan Reform Journal. So if you want that, you can just email me and I can send you a copy. Otherwise, if you can get a copy of the actual journal and read it there. And I guess it's very Thomist. It's thoroughly Thomist. It's that it's Thomist. Uh, so I guess depending on your level of agreement with Thomism, you're, that's what you're going to think about it. Brandon, do you got one before I go over a couple more? Yeah, so this is uh, not a new book, but uh, it is a book that I really, really enjoyed. Um, so it's from 2014. The name of it is The Legitimacy of Miracle, and it is by Robert Larmer. He is um, a professor of philosophy at the University of New Brunswick. So basically, um, I'll just read a couple of sentences off the back cover to give you an idea. But it says the, the core uh, contention of the legitimacy of miracle is that a priori philosophical dismissals of the possibility or probability of justified belief in miracles fail. Larmer demonstrates that the proper role of uh, that the proper role of philosophy as in regard to the belief in miracles is to provide an in principle rejection of in principle arguments either for or against. So um, this was a book that I had to read for one of Dr. Welty's classes at Southeastern and uh, I thought it was a great book. So, well, there you go. Uh, one other one I want to talk about is Owen Strand's book, which if you read his, if you actually spell his name, it looks like it's Strachan or something like that. But <laughs> I think it's Strand. Uh, I met him one time when I was, was a student at Southern uh, reenchanting humanity, a theology of mankind. I tweeted about this, I think, and I said the word that came to my mind about this book was bland. And I don't think I've changed my mind on that. So I wrote a review on this one as well, coming out in Criswell Theological Review. I think that's the name of the journal. Again, if you want it, I'll send it to you. Uh, just, you know, direct message the London Lyceum or email me or something, uh, and I can get it to you. 
I just don't feel like he really covers any new ground. It's kind of just repackaged, very traditional. Um, doesn't talk about some of the really interesting things that I would be interested in hearing what he would say to. So overall, I found it not great. But maybe you're interested in it and want to read it. I, I mean, I'll tell you this. If I found out someone was reading it and really liked it, I, I wouldn't be mad. Um, but um, I, I don't, it's not really academic and it's doesn't break any new ground and doesn't really say anything of great depth in my mind. Anyway, Brandon, you got another one? I do. And this has absolutely nothing to do with anything that we normally talk about on the podcast. But um, I'm assuming we probably have a lot of dads uh, or moms, maybe, uh, that listen to uh, the podcast. And this is a family worship Bible guide. This is by Reformation Heritage Books. So Joel Beakey is the general editor of this. So I've got a little boy who is uh, about to turn three years old. So um, this is something that I found really useful when we sit down um, as a family to read the Bible together. Um, what really all it is, is it just has really a, a paragraph or two that kind of gives you a guide for each chapter um, in the Bible. So it goes through the entire Bible in the order that your Bible goes in. So if you read Genesis 1, then you just turn to the page on Genesis 1, and it gives you like a helpful summary. So um, this is really useful for family worship. Perfect. And I've got one more. It's a thin little book from Cambridge Elements. It's T.J. Mawson uh, on the Divine Attributes. It's... um, I don't agree with everything in it, but I, I, it's, it's pretty classical in its treatment of the divine attributes. And I thought it had some really unique and interesting arguments, uh, particularly for defending the timelessness of God. So I found it really useful, a nice, it's not many pages. I honestly went to look for it in my library and I have no idea where to put it. So I imagine it's like 80 pages. That's probably about what it is. I can't tell you. Um, but that's what I've got. Um, we're like right at five minutes. Brandon, do you have another one you wanted to just mention? Nope. Okay. Journal articles. One that I recently read, I don't know how long ago, um, not this month, but I read it again last month and I really liked it. And I think it's super interesting. And I don't know anyone doing anything exactly like this is analytic ecclesiology, the social ontology of the church by Joshua Cocking. I don't know. I apologize if I pronounced your last name wrong, Josh. Um, maybe we'll have you on the show at some point. But I, I think this article is super interesting. It's on the Journal of Analytic Theology, so it's open access. So if you're interested, you just go there and you can download it for free. Uh, no, nothing attached to that. You don't have to like sign up for anything. Um, and he kind of just goes into what is group theory, um, which is a philosophical discipline. And then looks at how the church fits into that. I found it fascinating and really, really interesting. So if you're interested in ecclesiology, uh, I would definitely recommend checking out that article. Uh, I don't know if a ton of people have known it's out there, but I think it's definitely something you need to to check out. Cool. I don't have any articles, so that could be a uh, short section on the articles. Well, then I'll mention one more, uh, I guess, and that's Modern Theology. Um, A journal, I guess, what is it? Volume 35? Uh, Is it volume 35? It's the 35th issue in dot three. So I guess issue volume three, I don't know, 35.3. If you go to Modern Theology, it's on divine simplicity. Uh, A bunch of articles from guys like Oliver Crisp, 
Stephen Doobie, like I mentioned, Matthew Levering, John Baer. Um, very interesting. And it was open access when I went and looked at it. If it's not anymore and you need a copy of it, let me know and I can probably get a copy because I have access to that stuff with school stuff. Um, but I found it really fascinating because you got a lot of different views um, talking about divine simplicity. Uh, I, I need to reread a couple of them. I found Oliver Crisp's uh, one to be super uh, useful. So those are the two journal articles I have. As far as what's hot or upcoming that I'm interested in, one of those is Jonathan Lehman has a book upcoming on uh, multi-site church ecclesiology. So I think he's going to obviously deny that. Uh, I think it's coming out with Crossway sometime this summer-ish. I'm really interested to read it. Cool. Well, uh, so last, I think it was last week, um, Oliver Crisp's new book, um, let me make sure I get the title right. Approaching the Atonement, the Reconciling Work of Christ. Um, oh, yeah, I'm re really interested to read that because um, he had some interesting, I thought, comments on the Atonement in his book, uh, Divinity and Humanity. So I'm really interested to see what he's got to say um, in an entire book about the Atonement. So that just came out February the 11th. So that's um, IVP Academic, about 200 pages long. So um, that is brand new, but I haven't gotten to it yet. So Awesome. Uh, I've got two others. Uh, that I'm interested in. Amy Bird has a book out on like, I guess, recovering from biblical manhood and womanhood. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's out yet. Maybe it is. I think it is. Cause I think I've seen some review. I haven't read the reviews, but I've seen people posting reviews. So I haven't read a lot. Of, I read, or maybe listened to like a couple minutes of something. And I remember being thinking, I don't know what I think about this yet. Um, I love Carl Truman. I've loved Amy Bird in the past. But I don't know, to me, I'm really interested in it, honestly, because I think this topic is super hot right now. Um, yeah. Debated, definitely. And I'm more traditional myself, um, but I'm not like in the Owen Strand crowd. I take that it's, it's not out. It, um, okay. Sorry. It, it comes out on May the 5th. So. Um, okay. Well, no. there you go. Then when it comes out, I'm going to be interested in reading it. Um, but when I listened to some of the stuff that she was talking about, I thought, man, Maybe I don't agree with what you're saying. And maybe I, it almost seemed like she was overcorrecting to a lot of stuff. Um, mm. But I don't know. We'll find out. Yep. Did you have any others? Um, well, the um, so Matt Emerson uh, yeah. and who is he? Luke Stamps and Christopher Morgan have uh, oh, Baptists yeah. in the Christian tradition that, and then subtitle Towards an Evangelical Baptist Catholicity. That comes out uh, June of this year. So that should be... Um, a really, really interesting book. Um, looking forward to that. Just given that we've already talked to Matt about some things um, that may or may not be covered in that book, but he definitely has a good grasp on what it means to be a Baptist and he's got a good grasp on Catholicity. So it uh, should be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that one. And the last one I want to mention, this one came out. Let's, I don't know what date is. 2019 it shows as the copyright. So I guess it came out last year. Uh, Ed Fazer's Aristotle's Revenge, um, the metaphysical foundations of physical and biological science. I've got this. I'm really interested to read it. Uh, I just read a review of it on Notre Dame Philosophical Reviews, and it was not very nice to it. <laughs> so I'm pretty intrigued because, um, I, I mean, I consider myself uh, some sort of neo-Aristotelian, I think, right now, um, though I could be convinced otherwise, I think. I'm not, like, married to it by any means. Um, so I'm pretty interested, personally. 
Cool. So I think that's all we've got for this episode. We'll cover new books, new articles, new things to check out, you know, maybe blog posts or, or other things in the future. If they're, if I find them, I guess, really useful, or maybe it's coming up uh, out there in the literature. Cause I know some of our listeners aren't engaged in all the online activity that happens and don't see all these resources that are being thrown out everywhere. that are useful or interesting to engage. So I think this format gives you a chance to hear about some of the works that are being published, hear about some of the works that are, that are being talked about uh, and maybe go check them out for yourself. So that's all I've got, I think. Anything you want to add, Brandon? Nope, I don't have anything else. Cool. Well, if you've got thoughts on how this episode went or how you'd want to reshape it, uh, I think we want to keep it under 15 minutes. Um, But if you've got ideas, uh, send them our way. We want to make this useful uh, for you guys. All right, cool. You've been listening to the only analytic Baptist confessional podcast on the planet. Uh, Maybe there's one in another possible world, uh, but I don't think so, um, unless maybe you're David Lewis. But... I don't know how many of our listeners know who that is. So that's a total inside joke. And my wife's going to look at me and tell me that I make bad jokes. Um, But I guess it's better than a dad joke. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.